Hey there, sister. Before we dive into this episode, I always like to keep you updated on how to take this information you're learning here on the podcast and implement it further into your life. Now, you can always schedule a one-on-one hormone healing analysis with me. You can apply for one of my one-on-one coaching spots when those open up. But one of the most powerful ways you can just baby step your way into implementation here and start healing yourself without a massive commitment is by joining us in the perimenopause posse. Every month there is a challenge. Sometimes it's a full, intense 30-day challenge. Sometimes it's a week-long challenge where it includes sort of four key aspects to to how we begin to heal and change. Education, understanding what's actually going on in our body, the specific strategy and tools that is proven to help you heal those hormones, heal your gut, create the space for your body to move um, in a healthy, spacious way. Consistency, of course, which is always key, and support with live weekly coaching. So I wanna let you know that as we head into this next month, there's a fresh new challenge starting in July will be the hormone healing challenge to help you get your body back into weight loss and weight release space. I prefer weight release over weight loss because really that's what we're we're here with. When we're in perimenopause, we get a bit stuck. That's where our weight is coming from and that's why it's not releasing. We need to create the space to allow our body to release the weight as opposed to trying to push it to lose the weight. So if you are someone who is ready to baby step your way into implementation, to commit to a daily activity that's going to help heal your body, if you need the accountability, the specific strategy that is proven, the support, and and really the overall encouragement from other people to keep you going long-term, which is where our results come from, then I really want to invite you to join us in the perimenopause posse for this challenge this next month. You can swipe up here on the on this episode and click the link to learn more. You can send me a direct message at Bria underscore period underscore whisper on Instagram or just email me, Bria the period whisperer at gmail.com if you need some more information. Come and join us in the posse. Learn what is actually going on. Learn how to work with your body instead of against it. So to ensure that you are always creating the space for your body to optimize, to have consistent energy, uh, body, mind, and soul. And of course, release the weight if that's what your body is ready for. I can't wait to see you in there. Let's dive in to this episode. What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimenopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. 
but you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Hey there, sister. I hope you are coming to this podcast today with a breath first. (laughs) I know that for me, when I'm trying to do so many things at all times and collecting all the energy of all the craziness around me, it can get overwhelming fast. And I noticed a shift in myself in these perimenopause years where that, that kind of tipping point from being full to being overwhelmed happens really quickly, right? When one tiny extra thing sort of is the straw that breaks the camel's back. So before we dive in, let's just take a moment in our body and take a big, deep breath in through our nose. And nice and slow out through our mouths. Do you feel that? Do you feel how that makes you slow right down a little bit? I find that the more I practice this, the more I start to recognize when that anxiety is building or when that chaotic feeling is building in my body. Sometimes it feels like a pit in my stomach. Sometimes it feels like, you know, hands kind of constricting around my throat. Whatever it is for you, We always have time to take that breath. And I'm I'm sure I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but um, I read a book called Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. And one of the stories that really stuck with me in that book was um, him explaining his first day of going and being at an ashram, becoming a monk. And that there was a 10-year-old boy teaching five-year-old boys on their very first day of monk school. <laughs> and when he spoke with a 10-year-old boy about you know, what each of us learn on our first, first day of school, he talked about how so many of us you know, in our world, we learn sounds or alphabets. And the 10-year-old boy said that he teaches the five-year-olds how to breathe, how to breathe slowly and control their breath and focus on their breath because breath is the first thing we have in life. It's the last thing we have in life. And it completely impacts all of these emotions that come at us. And we know that just conscious breathing alone reduces the chaos in our hormones by settling our central nervous system. So as I ask you right now, how are you feeling in your body today? Take a moment to take that deep breath and exhale. Because if you're anything like me and you're a bit type A and you're a bit of a control freak and you maybe you, like me, have identified your worth with all the productivity, the things that you actually accomplish in a day, you really need that breath. <laughs> I'm convinced that this is a big part of why I had such significant symptoms in perimenopause 
earlier than a lot of women, right? Perimenopause begins to shift our hormones around 35, but a lot of women don't experience anything too significant until later in their 40s or mid 40s. Those of us who are experiencing it a lot earlier, it has everything to do with our habits and our lifestyle up until this point because youth is very forgiving. So it bobs and weaves like a brand new car in our body, like a nice tight engine. But now we're at this point where there's another workload happening, just like when you're pregnant or when our kids are going through puberty and we don't have the same bandwidth and capacity. So it is up to us at this age and this time in our life to bring some calm to this. And the other part, I always have to remind myself that I continuously have to learn. You know, these lessons that you have that you constantly have to learn again and again. And you're like, why am I still learning this lesson? I know for me, one of those lessons is that it doesn't matter how much I stress, it doesn't change anything. Whereas when I calm down, I'm able to accomplish things at a much better and more fulfilling and even efficient rate. And then I feel better about them. I'm not awake at night rethinking how I did something. Do you know what I mean? I want to hear from you. Let me know if you know what I mean. So today I want to, you know, bring something to you. These summer episodes, which is where we are, we're all kind of heading into this busy, these busy summer months, especially if you're in, well, I guess if you're in North America and, and, you know, certainly in Europe, these are our summer times where our kids are off school and it can, it can be really disruptive to our routine. Um, so I'm trying to make these really succinct, tight episodes for you so you can digest them, implement them, and just take this time to, to learn a little bit, educate yourself, have a strategy to implement in a bite-sized amount. But today we're going to dive into a pretty critical subject, you know, I think one that can transform this perimenopause journey for you and also your health. And that's the power of anti-inflammatory foods and how they affect your hormones. So you know, in this significant period of transition in our lives, going from, you know, reproductively able to not, you know, shifting that baton from our hormone or ovaries managing our hormones to our adrenals managing our hormones, you know, it's often, this time is often accompanied by, you know, that hormone imbalance, as I was saying, that the bigger it is, the more uncomfortable these symptoms are for us. And did you know that what you eat can drastically impact your hormones and these symptoms, right? Any added stress, inflammation, anything like that coming into our body, not only does our body have to stop and digest it, but then it has to deal with what that nourishment is. So again, if you're, if you're eating something that's micronutrient dense and doesn't cause inflammation in our body, the body still has to stop and process that, but then it's left with something it can utilize and give you energy and heal with. But if we're eating inflammatory things, not only does it have to stop and digest it, but it also has to manage the response of that inflammation in the body. Research shows that inflammatory foods can not only disrupt your hormonal imbalance, exacerbating these symptoms, but it also can highly impact our gut health, right? Our energy, our brain fog, all of these other symptoms that are already bothered by the hormone imbalance. So these inflammatory foods include sugar, refined carbohydrates, processed foods, and of course, alcohol. 
And cutting these things out can make a significant difference. So a big part of the P4 formula is taking the first four weeks of your healing journey to cut these out completely and give your body the space to heal. So it's not always like we're picking out a scab on a wound that's now now never going to heal. When we pull these out completely, it allows our body to heal and then deal with what's really going on. But if it's always dealing with a festering wound, then it can't it can't even get to these other problems, these hormonal imbalances, right? To try to provide more energy and healing and weight release for us. But here's the issue, right? It, we all know that there's foods that are inflammatory. We all know that there's foods that are better for us and more nutritionally valuable for us and that give back to our body versus taking away. But it's how, how can we alter our mindset about these foods so that making healthier choices doesn't seem like such a chore or, or even such a, like, I'm going without, but instead a joyful act of self-care, right? Where, where we get this opportunity, maybe our mindset is shifting, the lens becomes, you know, I'm working with my body. We're working together, you know, in a really positive relationship. We're making the healthy choices instead of the unhealthy choices. We're making the productive choices in our body. So it helps me a lot to really think of it that way. So today I have three strategies for you to help with the mindset aspect around pulling out inflammatory foods around making this shift in your nutrition and making it easy because the hard part is not is not us knowing what to eat and what not to eat right we can i can put that out in a list for you. you you get it in a lot of my content the hard part is our mindset around it right am i right it is for me so here's tip number one for you we're going to dive right in like i like i promised make this a nice succinct episode for you Number one, we want to reframe our perception of food. So when we reframe our perception of food, instead of viewing food as a source of pleasure or comfort, we start to see it as that nourishment, as fuel. As each bite we take as an opportunity to nourish our body, work with our body, and help it function optimally. So just like when we when we learn how to sync with our cycle with our hormone rhythm and it feels like we're you know getting on the lazy river and going with the flow as opposed to fighting against it when we make food choices that nourish our body instead of adding a greater workload to our body we actually get to become more productive the body gets to become more productive so with this mindset, you can start prioritizing foods that support your health and well-being without really feeling deprived, right? When I started thinking of cutting back on alcohol and cutting back on sugars, you know, I definitely had that very physical craving or feeling like I was missing out at first. But when I had enough space around it, when I went a couple days, I realized how much more energy I had, how much better I felt in my body and therefore had more patience for everyone around me, how much more quickly and clearly I could think, how much better I slept. And it became this compound effect of a positive spiral instead of a negative one. So when you reframe that perception of feeling like, I need this to make myself feel better or now I'm going without and feeling deprived to 
now I feel like I'm working with my body and providing it what it needs. It's no different than if you have a vehicle and you're putting the wrong gas in the car, it does not run. When we put that higher quality fuel in our vehicle, that higher quality lubrication where everything can move, not only will it run and operate better, it'll become more efficient, it will last longer. So just reframing that perception around feeling like you're going without to almost elevating yourself to know that you're you're doing what is right for your body. Because there's gonna be people around us that aren't gonna wanna eat that way. They aren't gonna wanna make these decisions. They're gonna make these choices. They're gonna question us. And for us, the simple answer is, I'm doing what feels right for my body. Not our minds, right? Our minds, our brain likes this food. Our mind gets really confused in addictions and addictive foods and dopamine and little hits that come from all these other things. Food is to nourish our body and our brain. Our mind just gets in the way a little bit. So reframing that perception around food as an opportunity to nourish your body and help it function optimally, to help it get out of the way can make all the difference. Tip number two is to focus on addition and not subtraction. So when we focus on, instead, when we focus on what we have to cut out, we automatically feel like we're going without. But when we start to focus on what we add in, adding more fruits, adding more vegetables, adding more lean, lean proteins and quality carbohydrates that serve us, these foods are not only anti-inflammatory, but they also provide the essential nutrients that support our hormone health. The more you fill your plate with these nourishing foods, the less room there is for the other inflammatory ones, right? These are the foods that help us feel satiated and satisfied and energized, whereas we know a lot of inflammatory foods make us crave more, just like a drug addict craves more of their drug, right? So a simple thing I know that's always helped for me, and it helps in so many ways, making sure we're really hydrated in the morning, starting each of our meals with vegetables and greens um, and then having our protein, just making sure you're having the right food in first without ever saying, I can't have this, I can't have that. Just start with what you know is nourishing and provides value. And then even if you do still have space to, to have the things that don't serve you as well, you ha have a great base layer in there to help slow the impact and lessen the impact of the inflammation on your body. So for me, when I'm, when I'm really especially trying to pull out for four weeks the inflammatory things, and I do this a few times a year where I completely pull them out, just to make sure I'm in a healed state or if I'm definitely feeling overwhelmed by a lot of things, if life is, if my hormones are feeling out of whack, I'm starting to have a lot of symptoms again, not sleeping well, digestive issues. I know it's time for me to pull things out completely again and just reset myself that way. No fancy juice cleanses, you know, no fancy like fasting practices, just clean, basic food that nourishes me and provides me, it heals that peace. And when I start, sometimes it can feel hard. So when I start with the food that I know is nourishing me without ever saying, I can't have this, I can't have that. If I just fill up on the first, there's just a lot less room for the other pieces that come into play. Okay. And tip number three for you is to practice mindful eating. You know, ultimately, this is a huge part of the period whisperer concept, right? That our philosophy here is really about tuning into your body, right? Being in the present. 
slowing down and savoring each bite and listening to your body's hunger and fullness cues. When you're fully present during your meals, you're less likely to overeat and more likely to make those healthier choices. We're very out of our body when we eat. We often are multitasking, doing all these different things, or we've missed a meal, so we're so hungry, and now we're hoovering a bunch of food, which creates another level of workload and chaos, right? Digestive issues along with that, so much more work for the body to handle. When we slow down and savor the experience, savor the bite, think about it. And yes, I know this is challenging when we're sitting down to squeeze in a family meal, but if you just go slow, it doesn't take that much more time out of your day, but the efficiency that happens in your body because of this, because of this mindfulness makes a huge difference. And to kind of supercharge that, if before you eat, you take a few deep breaths to bring our central nervous system back to, to calm, our body will utilize that food from a place of calm instead of storing it from a place of fight or flight or stress. And there are ample research studies that are done on this. It doesn't even matter whether you're eating a salad, whether you're hoovering a salad quickly, or whether you're you know, hoovering the crusts and the goldfish off your kids' plates, if your kids still eat those, mine do, um, you know, our body can assimilate things and work a lot more efficiently from a calm state. So practice that mindful eating. Remember that change doesn't happen overnight. It's a gradual process. We want to start with these small steps and celebrate your progress along the way by looking for the green flags off of the scale. Does your body feel lighter? Does your digestion happen more easily? Are you sleeping better? Do you have more patience, fewer cravings? These are all, these are all, these are all green flags that we are going in the right direction. And, and, and so often I speak to you guys about you've been doing all the things and I say, how long have you been doing all the things? And they say, for a month. <laughs> and that's wonderful. A month is a huge first start, but I want you to be thinking six months. How do I do all the things for six months from a calm space? Because that's how long this takes. And it's not a lot of time in the grand scheme of things, is it, right? It took us 40 some odd years to build this chaos. And really, we can really make a significant difference in, in six months. And it becomes a lot easier every month that we pass. All right, sister. There will be more to come in these episodes. If you are ready to take this and implement it further, come and join us in the July challenge in the perimenopause posse. It's a small little part of your day that's gonna help you educate you on this, keep you focused on this, give you the tools and strategy to follow the consistency support, right? The support for us to keep going and also the support in a live coaching call with me. So come join us in the perimenopause posse. It is only $37 for the month. If you want to keep going, it's $37 a month after that. You can buy for a whole year and join us for a year if you want that long-term commitment. But it's a simple thing. Cancel anytime and come in and focus on the real strategy that works in these years for us. Okay, sisters, go out and be more in your life and not just less on a scale. Share this episode with anyone who might need it and send me a message if I can help in any specific area and do a podcast episode that's gonna help you. All right, catch you next time. Hey, 
Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.